Tell me I'm wrong, though. Kids can be little whiny shits. Oh, the pancake's not big enough. Bro, I would fucking fight someone if they tried to teach me how to cook <laughs> in the kitchen. Owens is one of those people that would throw the frying pan at the fucking kid and say, make your own damn pancakes, then. Bro, Bro. I would hand him the frying pan to throw. <laughs> I'm an accomplice in this assault of a child. No, I would just never put myself in a situation where I have to tolerate a child. Welcome to another episode of my first anime this week, wrapping up the series Pet. As always, I'm Anthony Vaught. I'm Salvador, also known as Monkey. And I'm Chris Bailey. Great. (laughs) So clearly one of us didn't pick up what was being put down, but that's okay. I always knew you wanted to be me, Chris. (laughs) Deep down in my heart. I completely missed it. What was it? Oh, he introduced himself as me. I do just want to throw this disclaimer out real quick because I don't know if we ever have. We will be going hard on spoilers for Anthony's journey through One Piece. So if you don't want to get spoiled on One Piece, sorry. Oh, yeah. It's very old. So get over it, I guess. Um, yeah, let's just go right into our anime minutes. Finally finished Route A of Near Replicant. Uh, boy, that game still hits hard when it starts going. That climb to the Shadow Lord is goddamn incredible and just heartbreak after heartbreak. King of Facade's a fucking real one. And then, man, it just piles it on once you get into Route B. Like, it just never stops being sad. Uh, Near Replicant, amazing game. Go play it. Other than that, I did half of Castlevania Season 4. I like that series. It feels like it's rushing because it's the last season and Warren Ellis is a piece of garbage. So they had to detach him from it. Um, who's, who's Warren Ellis? He was the creator and like the main creative force behind the Castlevania series. And he's a comic writer, but he's absolute shit. So they, they had to kick him off the series basically. And that, that gave him, I don't know if they were planning to end at four anyway, but that was kind of like, he's gone. So we're going to shift to a new cast of characters which is fine, but I don't know that I'm ready to be done with Trevor and Sypha. We'll see if the last half changes my mind, but Castlevania also rules. That's it. That's my anime minute. I did not get anything done this week. I did not watch the anime that I wanted to watch. Uh, I did finish a book that I was, I'm not reading, I'm listening to Audible, which is The Lies of Lachman Noma. And I would say it's an okay book. I am almost done with Jota Breath of the Wild. I'm actually happy about that. So Holy close. shit. God. It, I think I'm on day 40 of me streaming it. And God, it's long. Um, I think I have like two or three days left and I'll be done. And then we're heading into Dead Space after that. So that's going to be not fun. Good for the good for the peeps, though. But yeah, I've been streaming and working my job. So I actually have not been watching any kind of anime. One Piece is really getting good, though. I'm going to say that right now. If you're not reading the manga, read the manga. Bro. Very good chapter this week. Oh, shit. I don't think I read it. Oh, oh my God. Hopefully, I didn't hype it up too much once. I mean, it's been, like, good nonstop because everyone in that series is just 
so good right now. Yeah. Um, I can't think of anything else that I want to talk about. Nope. Oh, it's my turn. Hit us with a baby. All right. We uh we started up the One Piece engine again. And I'm assuming most people have probably watched our One Piece by now, but I am now half an episode from catching up to episode like that 37. Mm-hmm. Oh, so I'm, okay. I'm like halfway through 36 when I had to stop. So you got the Bell Mary flashback, the the mom flashback, Bell Mary. Yeah, dude. Oh, it's so <laughs> good, isn't it, dude? Yeah, dude. Bell Mary fucking rules. Oh, it hurt. Uh, yeah, no, she's fucking great, or I guess was great. Uh, mm. Uh, I might still be in that episode. Yeah, I'm on the tail end of that, I think, that episode. I can't remember if she's actually, like, if anything happened, happened to her yet, like, officially. But I know Nami's losing her shit. Just, you know, with the flashbacks and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh, man, I remember there's a point in 37 where they're just all lounging around. And, uh. I think Luffy's like, let's go. Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, all right. Yep. And that so kind of makes that scene, just watching these episodes makes that scene so much better. Yeah, totally. I think. Uh, well, of course, a lot of it does because you get pretext. Or, yeah. Yeah. But, um, and then also more anime news. I started Berserk. The, what uh, the, the manga. fuck? The manga yep. or the anime? The manga. Wow. Wow. Where are we at? I mean, I've been Talk Berserk it. to me. Uh, I want, I think I started the second chapter. I can't remember. Oh. This is actually af- uh, right after, or I did it during the D&D night when we were waiting on people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I read through all of chapter one of Berserk. Um, I think I'm gonna like the story. Um, I'm not a huge fan of the tropey, like, just badass sword guy and then, like, the animated fae character, but I think there's enough behind it to make it work, obviously, because it's been going on for <laughs> really long. Uh, is it done? No. no. It may never okay. get done. Sure. Um, I, I will say I kind of agree with you. I don't remember Puck too much. They, I think they do a good job with Guts because his whole thing is going to get contextualized through the Golden Age, which is like the first big arc. Okay, yeah, because right now he's just like, a, I'm awesome, here's my sword, I get captured, but it doesn't matter. And I'm like, come on, guys. Yeah, he, I've his seen this whole fucking thing is... 400 times. Like, Also, Berserk started in like the 80s or ni- early 90s. <laughs> yeah, okay, fine, yeah, you're right. But I, I'm trying not to let that, like, the, me, like, just seeing this overworked character kind of start. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to, like, you know, push past it and get to the good stuff, but um, I think I will. Um, I'm trying to find a way to, like, read it on the go, if that makes sense. Like to the one I'm reading it through is like a web browser. I'm assuming it's legal, but it, um, yes, it's totally legal. Yes, yes it I is. Heard, yes, it is. Legal. Yeah. I, I am reading it legally. You paid for and, it and uh, everything. Yeah. It shouldn't make it hard for you to put it on your cell phone since you paid But the for legal it way that I'm consuming this media, I wish I could find a way to make it readable <laughs> mobile. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Anything else? And then uh, just a couple non-anime things. Uh, I'm still kind of half-assed trucking along on uh, Shameless for those who watch that. I am uh, season 10 now where she's finally, the main character's finally gone. A few episodes in on that. And <laughs> for those of you who are GTA fans, I finally, after a however many years, finished the actual story after starting it like four different times in separate oh, occasions. <laughs> yeah, go ahead though, monkey. Oh, so did you guys watch the new Katy Perry video? Mm, can't say no. that I have. I'm just saying, is anime related? Is it a duo with Hatsune Miku? Is Hatsune Miku still relevant, or am I just being a boomer? 
I think he might be a boomer, but I think she is still relevant. But that's beside the fact. Wait. So her new video, um, she it has Pichu in it. Yes, as Pichu? Pokemon in it. Yeah, as yeah, Pokemon Pichu. in it. Fuck Pichu. Fuck well, you. Well, the song's called Electric, so let's not be too. Like, yeah, but why not Pikachu? Oh, Pikachu's there too. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's fine. I just the thumbnail was Pichu. So I, I think Pichu sucks. Fight me. I'm uh, sure all, some people will. <laughs> I'm just gonna say, uh, Pichu was a top tier character in the Smash Ultimate game. So, how well, are we cool. gonna get good, Lily a bad Pichu character on? is good in a bad game? Great. Oh how are we God. ever gonna get Lily Pichu <laughs> on now, Chris? Huh? How are we ever gonna get Lily Pichu on now, Chris? Because right now Chris, is whole name to... because of Pichu, like the Pokemon. I have no idea. I have no idea. Okay, anyway, so Katy Perry's new video um, has Pokemon in it. Well, literally just a Pikachu and a Pichu. And um, I've listened to the song one time just because I wanted to watch the video. So I just listened to it. I don't really like the song, but basically it's just like about, I don't know. It's a, it's a weird fucking story for a song, but it's about like living. It's not like the song is about like living up to your dreams or something. The song is like about. Yeah, it's uplifting pop, right? Yeah, it's something like that. I don't know. Yeah, and sure. So, um, I guess they go to like backwards in the timeline or something like that because you see like a young K- Katy Perry, which I think it's a young Katy Perry, but I might be wrong about this, but I think so. But she's like uh, playing music at a talent show, and like she's scaled, and then see, and then there's a little Pichu that's like telling her that she that she should or whatever it is and it's the most adorable thing ever because the Pichu's like kidding his hands like yes you should do this and it's just right beside her side and I'm just like I'm I'm almost there just crying because just imagining a little <laughs> Pichu chewing for you to play your music is just a fantastic little scene and why do we not have Pokemon in this fucking ward is a better question to this that's what I want to talk about them. And it'd be really dark and depressing. <laughs> yeah. What's extra funny is that like I was watching the music video while you were explaining it, and you were like, dude, you were saying everything that was happening on this scene I was currently watching. <laughs> like when you talked about Pichu bring up their hands, he was doing it at the exact time. Yeah, dude, I mean, I was I was there almost tearing up because of it. And it's like sad because the music is not even that good. I wouldn't listen to it one guy one time, you guys. Sometimes it takes me a while if it's a good song. But did not catch me the first time, but like, God, seeing that little Pichu cheering, cheering Katy Perry on or young Katy Perry. I don't know if it's Katy Perry or not. It looks like Katy Perry. So are we good? Yeah, I think that's we gotta all. talk yeah. about pet. If, if yeah. we have to. <laughs> all right. Uh, that's it. Join us next time where we'll be watching. Who the fuck knows? Bye. What are you talking about? I get to I get to do my pick. So, Anthony, you have three choices. No. All right. Let's talk about episode nine. <laughs> Episode 9, The Way the Wind Blows. <laughs> Just going to go ahead and say right now, called it. Queen Got reference? One of my, what? Anywhere the wind blows. Qu- Queen? Bohemian Rhapsody? Oh, I was going to say carry on my wayward son. What? Any... I don't know where Sal took it. But. <laughs> yes, you know, carry on my wayward son, the old school queen classic. I I don't know. I I don't think it's probably not. It's probably not a queen reference. The it, it's, it's kind of. Uh, I'm just gonna say it's a queen reference. Yeah, the queen invented directionality of wind. You're right. 100. percent Yeah, I mean, anyway, the wind blows. It doesn't really matter, bro. Uh huh. Just like this talking point. <laughs>
Um, we come into the hospital where, as we, I believe, actually touched on this as a possibility, Hiroki just uh, fell unconscious because he was malnourished, not because of any psychedelic stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> he dyed his hair with shoe polish because he thought it was going to be too much of a pain the other way to undo it, which I appreciate. Uh, a wind blows on Hiroki. And he's like, oh, what's this about? Hmm. Uh, we get a quick scene of Long being worried about Hiroki and Hayashi encountering each other in the hospital. And the CEO's like, I don't fucking care. That's kind of his role in this show. <laughs> to sit there and, and be like, uh, whatever. One of you called it. That Hayashi was in the hospital? Yeah. I'm pretty sure that was me. I made, I'm pretty sure, four other predictions that were wrong, but... Um, the CEO basically says, like, who cares? Hi- what did Hayashi ever do? He ran away. Great. Good for him. Their bonds between the pets and the peak sharers are kind of their ma- their weakness. Uh, and talks about Satoru and uh, Sukasa, but, and basically says, like, as long as we keep Hayashi around, none of these, or these two aren't going to be able to do shit. Uh, Hiroki realizes that the wind is an image hypnotizes his double and Katsuragi real smooth. I want to put in an appreciation. <clears throat> when the wind was happening, he was like, closed window, closed door. And I was like, check the AC, dummy dick. And then it cut to that second scene and then, uh, or whatever. And then it comes back and then the wind happens again. And he's like, the AC is off. The, and I was like, okay, you guys got me there. <laughs> did Did you think the wind was Hayashi? I know oh, I didn't. Oh. Immediately. As soon as wind yeah, happened, I'm like, was... that's Hayashi. Okay. I just wanted them to explore that as well. <laughs> I wanted them just to be like, check the check the AC, check the fucking it's right in front of you, check the hospital unit. Come on. Yeah, that's what we needed. More weird pacing in this show. <laughs> uh Hiroki sets out to investigate the cause of the wind and follows it down to the mortuary mortuary where someone sneaks up on him and we cut to Sukasa having bum, bum. dinner with Long and the CEO. Uh Sukasa is asking about uh, Hayashi and they basically kind of go over some of the stuff we already touched where like Satoru needs to think that Hayashi's alive CEO warns uh, Sat- uh, Sukasa that Satoru or that Sa- that Sukasa should have no contact with Satoru uh, because if he figures out that Hayashi was crushed by Sukasa then he'll probably try and crush him back and basically, his, his whole thing is like he's doing a roundabout trying to show concern for Sukasa, but threatening him, being like, you're in my goddamn pocket, and if you try and uh, backstab me, I will sick Satoru on you. Did you guys also think it was crazy that no one in this anime besides uh, Sukasa knows that if you crush someone, you become crushed too? Um, that only he on, or That only happened because of the way he did it, because of his back door. Oh, you know what? My mind's fucked. You're right. Yep, you're right. My memory was changed. I'm sorry. Also, he crushed the guy that he um he crushed his own peak with the other guy's peak. Yeah, yeah. Because the way he has to do the back door. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I'm all caught up again. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, in my, I, I just had that going in the back of my head. Like these guys are fucking stupid. Like, <laughs> <laughs> because these guys have been questioning the entire time, and none of them has been questioned yeah. to themselves. So yeah, I was kind of like, why is no one like this is fucking stupid? Uh, no, turns out I'm just stupid. <laughs> I, I will say I enjoy the way. Tsukasa's like inner monologue runs through a lot of his scenes 
and a lot of the shots of him where he just looks deranged and tired and old and weird and like distorted. Oh, this dinner scene was one of the, I think it's like the second or third best animated scenes, just all the sweat and shit going on. Holy shit, he's not in a good spot. Yeah. They they do a really good job with Sukasa becoming just like totally unhinged. I'm not honestly as into like the actual content of that stuff. Like their conversation was kind of like whatever, but yeah, how they portray it is great. Oh, so all, all these characters by now are questions now. They don't like they don't like to be called questions, but they're questions now. What was the what was the mini term we was talking about calling them? Not mini questions, right? It was something else. Diet questions. I think that's what it was the term. Diet crushers. Yeah, instead of them being diet questions, they are now. So crushers. you're saying everyone leftovers all they're all actually crushers? Yeah. Uh, no Long is still crushers. a diet. Long's a diet crusher. We don't really know what Long's deal is, actually. But yeah, I'm 90 percent sure he's a diet crusher. Um, I don't know about the CEO, and yeah, Jen or not Jen? What's her name? Is it Jen? Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead yeah, and go she's on a, a diet li- crusher. Yeah, I'm gonna go on a limb and say Jen's probably got some powers kicking around. We'll but maybe she's not get into why user. a little later. Oh, but she. Oh, so you think she's lying when she said she wasn't an image user? Um, no, not necessarily. Is. We're we're gonna talk about Jin. Um, we come back to Hiroki, where maybe my favorite line in the entire series happens. Uh, we see that the person who snuck up on him is a guard. He's like, hey, what are you doing here? Who are you? Are you family? Are you staff or whatever? Get, basically hands all his outs to him. He's like, I just want to go in the room. <laughs> like, that's somehow going to work for him. <laughs> He did. He was like, are you one of these fucking things that I would let you like continue on about your business? And he's like, nope, not a single one. <laughs> he just starts like tugging on the door guards like, you can't go in. He's like, I want to go in. But I want to. I'm curious what's in here. Someone's in wow. there. Why can't I be in there? <laughs> and then uh, eventually hypnotizes the guard. We realize the guard has already been hypnotized by someone else to believe that a robber will break into his house and kill his family if he lets anyone in the room. So Hiroki's like, a robber will come if you don't let me in the room. <laughs> the guy's like, oh, no. Got him. Uh, he gets in the room and gasp, shock. It's Hayashi. Yeah, I wrote, that's when I wrote down. Like, one of you fuckers was right. <laughs> yeah, it was orange. I, I thought they just left the body down. It would make sense to me. Um, yeah, I think Hiroki says that he's not fully crushed, and then we kind of get a quick explanation of, or from Sukasa explaining why. <laughs> this is probably... I think they do a pretty good job with um, making their jargon understandable. Mm-hmm. So, I got a question, though. So, Hiroki, he's a blonde guy, right? Hiroki, Hiroki yep. yep. Yeah. He never met Ayashi? Nope. No. Did you guys know that, or... Was yeah. I just add yeah. the fucking blue? Okay. I just never knew. I was like, what? They don't know each other? Like, he's the one with the... No, Hayashi has been on the run for a long time. Sukasa yeah. hasn't seen him in 12 years. Not that he's been on the run for 12 years, but... Yeah, I think I he was on the run for two years. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, they remember, they, they try to keep them separate as much as possible. Okay. Uh, but Sukasa basically explains that it's this weird thing of people who got their peaks from someone else... When they get crushed, somehow their 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 image like activates for a bit to like buy them a little time to get uncrushed. I guess it, this is the only kind of bit of jargon that I was like, okay, this doesn't make any sense, but sure. <laughs> I was just like, okay, let's let's get on with the story. 
Um, I mean, I guess it makes sense because that's what happens to Sakasha too. No, I mean, it makes sense in that that's what happens, but I don't think it, to me, it didn't make sense in like in a way that I didn't understand it, I guess. Um, Hiroki goes in this part also, I think really well done. I think they blew most of their budget on these scenes. (laughs) I mean, the animation is beautiful when they go into people's minds. I just love it. I just love the colors and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, Hayashi first tells him to get out. Well, we don't know if it's talking to him or if it's like echoes of his memories or whatever, but tells him to get out, uh, thinks about finding Satoru. Um, it starts flashing around. Uh, we see a memory of Sukasa being allowed a pet and then a memory of uh, Long and Hayashi basically arguing about all the stuff that Hayashi hates in the company, <laughs> which is all of it. Yeah. We come back to Sukasa, who is trying to be allowed to meet Satoru, basically. He, he's he's just kick, trying to kick off his plan so he can crush Satoru. Um, the CEO tells him, basically, you need to get Hiroki in line, and that's it, or Satoru is going to fucking ruin you. Because if your pet's no good to us, we'll get rid of him, and then you're no good to us. We come back to Hayashi, who basically says that he regrets everything uh, from the moment he brought like Satoru and Sukasa out. He thinks he's caused nothing but bad shit to happen. And disappears, and his locust vanishes back in the real world. So he's fully crushed now. Hiroki did not pull him out. I was kind of surprised. I'm not. I mean, like, how would he, though? Yeah, I, I don't see any way he would. I mean, you could say, I mean, Hawaki does realize that the um, Hayashi's peak does show um, Sukasa's peak. So he knows he's the one that gave him the peak, even though we did get those flashbacks. I was kind of more along the lines of I thought Satoru would find him. Oh, no. I mean, I mean there's no way Satoru was going to find him. He's stuck in the hotel room the entire time. Mm-hmm. In my in my head, I was, I was kind of like, okay, so we found out that one can do the other. So that means... Like, uh, Tsukasa took it away, so then Satoru is going to give it back, and then they're going to try to formulate an escape plan to attack the company, and it's going to be them two versus Hiroki and Tsukasa. That that was just kind of forming in my head before But Hiroki scene. wants nothing to do with the... Yeah, I don't know. That That's just what was going on in my head. Oh, no, like, I I'm, I was like, I, I don't know what to say. I'm, I'm not saying I'm completely fine with this. I mean, I, I agree with Anthony. I was not expecting this part of the story to be like this. I actually was expecting IRC to survive, but I guess he doesn't survive, so... I mean, he might be... Quest well, doesn't he might. you dead, though. Yeah, he might be. We get we come back to Tsukasa getting more of his just internal monologue, which is always so well done because it just overlaps all the other dialogue, and it's great. And he is just losing his goddamn mind as um the CEO basically... <laughs> he bas- the CEO basically fucking checkmates him. Like he, Sukasa has <laughs> feels like he has no play left. Like everything is bad. He, he knows he screwed up, crushing Hayashi. He's just regretting every decision he's ever made. Uh, he starts freaking out and throws up all over himself. Well done. The Classic cycle man. music during the dinner scene too. Holy mm. fuck! I I love the fact that Sukasa like throws up on himself and literally the the head chillman or whatever it is, he's like yeah go clean him up like i don't want i don't want to see throw up on him just go clean him up yeah it's fucking gross dude i kind of think that that happens a lot to these people what the throw up yeah i don't know why i got major like this is just normal for them when they go into like panic mode they start throwing up so sukasa requests a gun 
Which the CEO was like, nah. <laughs> no, come on, bro. <laughs> what, did, what did you think was going to happen? No. Um, so he's like, fine, I'll use Hiroki to crush Satoru. Meanwhile, we, and then we get a shot of Hiroki just having a breakdown in Hayashi's room, kind of trying to come to terms with the fact that Sukasa crushed his own uh, peak giver. Yeah. And that is where we leave episode nine. Do we have anything else we want to talk about with episode nine? Yeah, I think on that final thought, too, um, he's. I, I think it's just a little bit more than just you know his owner because he's also having a lot of thoughts about Tsukasa and like, I thought I knew him. Mm-hmm. I should, I should have known, like I've known him the longest. I should have known that he was capable of doing this, but I don't. So what else don't I know? I don't think he like realizes the the last part of that statement, but I think he's going through that shit. Yeah. He, he kind of hits on that in a couple of episodes pretty explicitly. Yeah. I, <laughs> I have a lot of broad thoughts. I'm trying to figure out where I want to work in, but that, that'll come <laughs> in later, I guess. I think I like I like how Hooki is like just thinking about like how can you like how can you kill somebody that gave you basically the a way out of your suffering. You know what I'm saying? How can you kill somebody that does that to you? And I just love him like thinking about that. It's like you you can't do that. Like you can't do somebody who who basically saves your life. And the fact that he crushes he crushes his master is like just so crazy to him. And I, f- I love that about them. And, and, but I mean, more than that, he likens it to how he feels about Sukasa. Exactly. So he's imagining trying to crush Sukasa and like what, like that is an incomprehensible thought and emotion to him. Yeah. And I love that. I, I'm like, this is just really interesting. Yeah. It is with that theory. Oh, my theory is that, uh, I mean, it's a, it's a, like an end of plot theory, but, uh, Tsukasa was brainwashed. Oh. Uh. Huh. Okay. Uh, I'll back it up. I'll, I'll back it up here in, I think, the next episode or the one after that. Okay, sure. One of the two. Yeah. So let's move to episode 10, Broken Fish Tanks. <laughs> we get a shot. We open on a shot of a kid staring at a fish and then into his weird mind void. And then we get a little bit, this, I mean, this is obviously Hiroki and how Sukasa found him and goes and imprints, I guess, on Hiroki. We get some shots from them like living and growing up together a bit. They make a big pancake, makes the whole pan yellow because Hiroki's a little whiny shit. <laughs> oh, wow. You can say that again. I mean, He's he is. <laughs> yeah, okay. Tell me I'm wrong, though. Kids can be little whiny shits. Oh, the pancake's not big enough. Bro, I would fucking fight someone if they tried to teach me how to cook <laughs> in the kitchen. Owen's just one of those people that would throw the frying pan at the fucking kid and say, make your own damn pancakes, then. Bro, Bro. I would hand him the frying pan to throw. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an accomplice in this assault of a child. No, I would just never put myself in a situation where I have to tolerate a child. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Hiroki then comes and confronts Sukasa, and it's a lot of the same shit of like, how could you do this? What are you doing? Why'd you do it? They go, Sukasa's like, basically not here. Let's go talk on the inside. And we get Sukasa's memories of him dealing with the company. Um, there's some bit of like Hayashi gets a new pet. And I, I guess kind of what, maybe they're trying to do here is that Sukasa never really 
I mean, obviously, Sukasa never understood um, how high she truly felt about him. He always felt like rejected and put off to the side. We get to see Sukasa is the one who came up with the plan for babies, basically, and then gives what? his plan to yeah. What? Wait, Sukasa is the one that gave gave the plans for babies. Yeah. Yep. Oh my gosh, um, I didn't even know that. Yeah, kind of inadvertent. Like he kind of. It seemed like he was like string string. I don't know. Do you think it was planned or like he was just had a stream of conscious thing? I think it it was like a thing of like. I mean, if you had these people, you wouldn't have to like like we, me and Hayashi and Hiroki could hang out or whatever. Because like okay. he, he he was trying to keep his weird fucking family together, basically, or yeah, get okay, it together. Oh, <laughs> kind of vibe I got. Okay, so this is a part when they started explaining a bunch of stuff, and then I didn't understand it. I and put you down checked a note. Out. <laughs> oh yeah, I completely checked out. I literally put in a note, a lot of explaining, and I'm like. Hopefully someone talks about this in the podcast because there's no way I understood it. I got a note later on that says that too. I was like, I hope one of you fuckers picked up on this one. (laughs) But yeah, no, that's kind of the vibe that I was kind of getting was the, uh, he was like, you know, we could just do this. Like it didn't look like it did to me. It didn't seem like he had been like, I'm going to go in there with this meeting and we're going to make these fucking things called babies now. And it seemed to me like he was just kind of like, yeah, this is this. We could try this. Yeah. I mean, the whole thing with, Hayashi and Tsukasa. I mean, basically everyone other than the CEO and Long and maybe Jin are like inadvertently shitty people. They were just trying to do right by the people they cared about in a very like twisted, weird way. And it all sucks. Did I make my point earlier about the shitty characters? I don't, I think don't I know. Did. Okay. And not, not literally shitty, kid, but um, so... I am puzzled, but kind of intrigued, slightly enjoy, I think, this this whole premise of, like, at the end of the day, all these characters are, like, selfish fucking assholes. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think you can literally track a single one of them to, like, not a selfish trait. But I think that they give them, like, they give a lot of them enough redeeming quality, or not, not necessarily redeeming, like, fully redeemed, but, like, qualities that can lead to them being redeemed in the eyes of us. But they're still always like at the end of the day, they're they're like they still have that one selfish like their goals are selfish, but they have qualities that could redeem them. And I know that's probably like most of storytelling, but I like the way that they do. It feels like they teetered that line more than most like other shows I've seen do. And I kind of enjoyed that. That's interesting because I'm kind of on the other end here where I didn't feel like I was endeared to really any of the characters. Um like I enjoy what I enjoyed watching Sukasa's like descent into derangement. Um, had some respect for Hayashi, and you know we'll talk about Katsuragi later. And, and Hiroki was kind of fun, but every I just like I get it. I get the point of the show. I get the the like shitty relationship stuff. I get the fact that he's just like completely almost like soul bound to Sukasa and all that. But it's kind of what I mentioned last week, I guess, where like I I could connect with it intellectually, but I couldn't connect with it emotionally. Um, I never wanted Hiroki to go be happy with Sukasa. (laughs) Like (laughs) it sounded like you were, you were, uh, you were watching the story, but didn't care about the characters kind of thing. Right. Yeah, I, I, I guess, or, or, I just didn't care about what they were doing with a lot of the characters. Like, like again, I Hayashi is someone I could have rooted for, but a lot of his stuff was very dry. 
And Hiroki is someone I could have rooted for if his entire story wasn't, I want to be with Tsukasa. Because I'm sitting there like, no, you don't, dude. <laughs> Tsukasa sucks. So, so actually, I think you're touching on my point where like you want like that's exactly what I'm talking about is like there's always that thing that that drives you from like really liking the character. That's why I said I was really intrigued by it. I don't know if I necessarily like really enjoyed it, but I, I liked it what they tried to do because it's like they kept giving them like you kept wanting to root for these people, but they still had that one fucking thing that you just couldn't get over. And I just <laughs> call it selfishness, but yeah. most of the characters are, you know, because Scott Hiroki just wants whatever. Sakasa just wants to him to like be the leader and get out at the same time. And, you know, everyone's got their one thing that are just just like destroys their other qualities. But like you still like you keep seeing them. And you're like, I want to root for you, but like, fuck. <laughs> I think I, I I don't think I had that for Sukasa is my problem. Oh, okay. That's I, I had nothing pulling me towards Sukasa. There was never a moment where I'm like, I want to see Sukasa like get out of this or mm-hmm. be redeemed in any way. I just wanted Hiroki to leave him in the fucking dust. <laughs> that's fair. Um, but on that point, I forget where I was in my notes. Oh, so they was explaining the babies, or you got done with that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Sukasa explains his plan where he wants, uh, wants to crush Satoru, basically. Uh, he crushed Hayashi because Hayashi didn't like the baby's plan and was, like, disagreeing with the company. And the he basically explains to him that if Hiroki doesn't team up with him, he might have, the company will make him crush Hiroki, too. So they have to crush Satoru to be free. Uh, they can't run, or Sukasa kind of has this internal conflict of like he can't run away because if he runs, why did he crush Hayashi? Why did he do any of this? Yes, because why did he do any of this? Because it was revenge. That was the reason he wanted revenge. From what? Um, for Hayashi leaving him. You think that's it? I think that's it. Oh, see, my theory this is where I think that someone was fucking with uh, Sukasa's brain. I think it was Sukasa fucking with his brain. I mean, we see in his flashback that Hayashi... Sukasa never really understood the things that Hayashi left him with. But one of the things Hayashi tells him is that, like, hey, go be a good little boy for the company. So he's like, "That okay, Hayashi wanted me to be a good boy for the company. That's what I'm going to do. That's my goal. Now, what if someone from the company fucked with his mind and told him, hey, you have to kill... Or you have to crush Hayashi period and then when he actually thinks about why he did that he can't come up with a solution because he doesn't have the memory of someone telling him to do that or it's locked away in the box Mm. i don't think that's how that went it's my theory yeah i mean he he crushed hayashi for the company because that's what hayashi wanted him to do but if he leaves the company then why did he crush hayashi much like me, Sukasa is fed up with the line of conversation he is having <laughs> with Hiroki. Basically, Hiroki is like questioning him and everything he's saying, and he gets pissed and is like, nah, man, we need to just do this. I, but hey, I'll go in and erase Satoru from your memory so you don't have to feel bad about crushing him. Cool, right? Keep it um, keep it chill. Hiroki, not down with it, runs away. Uh, Sukasa chases him, rips the blinds off the window, and tries to distract him. As another guy sneaks up on him. God, Sukasa's fucking lost it in this scene, dude. Dude, he's lost it in every scene. Dude, I uh, love I love this blood thing. I thought it was so cool when he pulls yeah. the blinds off. I was like, oh my god, you totally your hands would totally be bloody after those. Mm. Hiroki does a slick takedown on the guy sneaking up on him and escapes. And basically all hands on deck for tracking down Hiroki. Mm-hmm. And they are gonna kill him now too. 
because they have a discussion, right, about that? Uh, pretty much, yeah. So I did find something, I think, before this. Uh, somewhere around, I don't know, it was a, Hiro- a Hiroki uh, Takasa scene where Hiroki didn't even know what a pet technically was. It kind of hit me like, yeah. we're 10 episodes in. There's only three episodes left, and this man just found out what a pet, quote-unquote, is. I mean, Sakasa does not tell Hiroki anything. Yeah. Like, he, like, Sakasa tweets Aoki like a baby, and, like, he does not tell him anything. I think he just does that so he'd be more subservient to his master. Yeah, and I, I think part of that is because Hayashi's plan was always to get out of there, and he would need to rely on Satoru knowing what the hell is going on. Uh, as we'll see. Um, Tsukasa smashes all the fish tanks because fish can't live without water, you fucking cartoon ass <laughs> idiot. Tsukasa <laughs> uh, then devises to use Mei Ling to find Hiroki because of his weak lock. Uh, and her just, her butterfly just always hanging out there looking for someone to connect with. Uh, which now that I say it out loud, pretty sad. It is really sad now you say it out loud. Yeah. Yeah, they are doing her wrong. Yeah, the CEO, or we get a bit where the CEO has promised Katsuragi that he won't be killed for whatever reason. And we learned that Hayashi manipulated Katsuragi's memories. What that means yet, we don't know, but it's something. Uh, and the CEO is after the perfect pet, is whatever the hell that means. I think we can infer, right? Yeah, but I mean, like, does he want something more like Mei Ling or more like Sukasa, just without literally frothing at the mouth constantly? Um, I think it's more like Satro without um any memories of uh Hayashi. Yep. Yeah. Tsukasa basically talks about the image leaking out stuff, which we already know about. Um mm-hmm. and we learn that the orders are to kill Hiroki and Tsukasa's like, wait, hold on. <laughs> I don't want to do that. And Long's like, don't worry about it, I'll take care of it. Uh Tsukasa then uh has this plot to make Hiroki loyal to the CEO. And throughout this whole time, this is where Tsukasa is just straight drooling everywhere, right? Yeah. What the fuck was that about? He's losing his mind, dude. Yeah. But, I mean, the man, I see, this is so weird to me because he gets it together, like, the last, what, episode 12 or whatever, where he's not drooling anymore and shit. I don't think he ever, like, gets it together. Yeah, well, I like, agree. He, or he's not, that. like, what, so, yeah, so he doesn't, like, mentally get it together, but, like, Physically, he stops fucking drooling. Like, literally, what I was thinking during the scene before everything else happened was like, there's literally a like, he was still technically crushed. And I was thinking that like, Hiroki just gave him like a, like some more time, you know, mm. and that he was still getting crushed. But obviously, the, that doesn't, theory doesn't hold water anymore. But ah, I was so fucking water. thrown off by that amount. Oh, I didn't even think of fuck. <laughs> Uh, Tsukasa reveals his plot to make Hiroki loyal to the CEO to get the CEO on board with not killing Hiroki, uh, but he needs Satoru to do it, <laughs> which Long gets this fucking smile like, I'm also scheming, which man, <sighs> okay, J- Jin <laughs> does some more like shit talking to Satoru, talks about her mother a bunch, she, uh, her mother was the first crusher. And we get her mother's whole story and about how high is she synced with her mother to like make her happy and smile and good times and got memories. At some point, Jin and Long kiss, which they're brother and sister, right? They're not really related. Cool. No. Oh, they're not related. They're okay. cousins, but I think like 
technic only cousins in the way that like he's long is an adopted son to the CEO. Where like when it, I, they make it, they say a line later where like talking about Tsukasa and bringing it or doing the adoption. I think they literally mean making them a son when they join the crime family or whatever. Oh, okay. That's the impression I got. Um, maybe they're fucking cousins. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I get it. That's funny. That because that, you can mean two ways with that. Uh huh. Like, Okay. Maybe, maybe they're fucking cousins. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was gonna let it slide, but I thought in the back of my head, I was like, "Oh, that was the, oh." <laughs> so, to, first a question, then a thing. Do we think Mailing is their child? Wait, what? Do we think Mailing is the child of Jin and Long? Oh uh, fuck! I don't think so. I'm gonna say no. At this moment, I'm going to say no, and then I'm going to listen to your explanation, and then ask me again. Oh, I don't have an explanation. Literally, just a question with no oh, evidence to no. support it either way. I think. I don't. I don't the, except think for the part so. in the last episode where they all come out of a room together, but I think they just watch over her. So who knows? Yeah, I know that they're caretakers for sure. Yeah. So, can we talk about what a fucking waste these two characters are? Who Jin and Long? Yeah. I don't think yeah. Long is a waste. I think Jin kind Long of is. Long sucks. He's so pointless, dude. His role could have been faced by any or filled by any faceless fuck. Yeah, well, yeah, but, guess but what? You still he's need a faceless that. fuck. Yeah, you still need you still need the faceless fuck, right? Yeah, but I mean, like, th- I feel like he got too much time for like, and, and they that keep, may be true. They keep giving him these moments, like, oh, maybe Long is scheming something too. Long's up to something as well, and that's like, no, he's not. He's just an asshole. Well, see, I thought that in my head, I just kept going back to teams. I thought it was CEO and Long versus, you know, Satoru and Hayashi versus Tsukasa and Hiroki. See, I, I, I thought there was maybe Long with the CEO, but I thought I thought there was another faction somewhere, and uh, it was yeah. at least Jin in that faction. <laughs> maybe with I Long. thought she was. I thought she was the wild card that like winds up being able to. She's the key that like ruined you know the whole plot, but. Man, they threw me for a fucking loop in terms of all my initial theories on this shit. Yeah, but instead she ends up being nothing, dude. Like, all her stuff that's like, oh, she's actually being cool, like, slick and manipulating Satoru, and, like, she's gonna end up playing him and using him to go at the CEO is nothing. It's literally her just babbling. Like, it was that was that assumed? No, well, I mean, she makes, she goes and, like, endears herself to Satoru and... Yeah. He's like, oh, I'll take you into someone's memories who knows your mom. She's like, the CEO would be a good choice, like... Come on. That's such oh, a setup. I, uh, no, no, it's not. I think Owens I is putting way too much. I think Owens is putting way. Uh, Owens is like, oh, my God, this is, this is the first female character. Hopefully she does something. Oh, she doesn't do anything. OK, I know the scene you're talking about, but I kind of thought that that was more like uh, the only person that would know would be the CEO. And we can't do that. Yeah, yeah I mean, I thought it was yeah, just like an no, joke but for the like scene. I even thought this scene was kind of her just playing him. Well, I think she's playing him, but for the company. Yeah, for the company. Yeah, which is way more boring. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't think they're reinventing the wheel with this anime, but... I think we're here here to fucking critique. (laughs) I'm just saying, these two characters are basically nothing but wasted potential to me. They're such a bummer. The, the way they end their arcs basically trivializes everything they've done in the entire series. Uh, well, I'm going to say when there's going to be a second season of Pet because I've looked a little bit, I think Jen might become a big player. I agree. And that we'll talk about that. And 
in a there's there's like one thing that she is i don't know if she is i'm just gonna say right now she might be one final thoughts i think you're right that Jin. i mean i think you have to have a faceless fuck and Jin is the faceless fuck and long he probably did get oh long jesus christ thank you long you do need a faceless fuck long is the faceless fuck and he probably did get a little too much time i could see that but i i kind of like Jin. Just in general, I like how they tied in all of her shit at the end. Uh, how she played like Satoru, and then at the end, she's the one that got fucking just destroyed. But yeah, I don't. Know, I, I just liked her. Taken in a vacuum, ignoring the possibility for season two and what that might entail, I think it's such a bummer the way they handled these characters. We could have cut her time by half at least. I had the thought at least twice during this set of episodes. I think this would have been better as a movie. It might have been. Um, do you think, though, that if they would have done that and just made her like a, you know, an off character or whatever, that that would have done the same for Katsuragi's character? Um, so I feel like she was in there a lot for that. That's why they used her so much. I think you're 100% correct. And my answer is, I don't know. <laughs> probably, probably not. I hate when a character is so obviously just a plot device, and that's how she ends up feeling at the end. That's okay. I just didn't know if you had thought about that because I kind of just thought about it on the spot here. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I did definitely think about that, sort of. But we'll talk more about that whole thing yeah. when we get there. Um, but we are done with episode 10. Any more thoughts on episode 10? Um, nope, I think that's, that's where I, I kind of had this like. I wonder if like it's so hard because I don't I don't know I think Pet has released uh five collections if that sounds right of manga and I oh don't know <laughs> where it ends well I'm very like because this so I looked into it a little bit okay okay uh Pet ended like back in like 2006 or something they remastered yeah. it and re-released it in 2009 with a slightly expounded on ending. That was more or less the same, and the end. The ending we get in the anime is the ending in the remastered manga. Okay, so the manga is currently where it's at. Done. The manga is the the manga called Pet is finished. Okay, that's what I need to know. So, like, none of our questions are going to be answered. Uh, well, that, in manga form, in manga form, at this current, no, that is still no, up in it, the air. We will talk about this further yeah. at the end. Okay, so that changes perspective for me then. On a lot of these things. Well, God damn it, that's annoying. I, I I don't. But see, here's the thing. I, the one I the thing I didn't know, mm-hmm. um, and didn't find an answer to is if this was planned as a standalone or planned as like the first in a series or what. I I, I want to say based on what I saw, it was planned as just like pet was going to be its thing. It was going to get in, get out, be done. Um, yeah. I don't think a sequel series was thought from the start and if You're one was about the manga right yes okay and if one was incepted at some point during the creation of the manga i don't know if anyone has answers to this please get at us i guess and let us know yeah i'm kind of in your boat because i looked up two articles one said like obviously there's not gonna be a season two and then like the other, per- the other thing was like we expect a season two to drop in 2022 and i'm like what the fuck is going on here i don't mm, yeah i don't know so let's get into episode 11 reunion <laughs> My first note, literally, the gang's all here. <laughs> Everyone's hanging out, ready yeah. to go see Hayashi. 
Sukasa asked Satoru about his peak. Love this. Just power playing it, man. Satoru goes in the room and sees Hayashi. And Sukasa gets in there and he blames Hiroki, setting his whole thing into action. Satoru heads into Mei Ling's peak and she says something. She looks at his scar and basically says like, oh, you're the guy. Something about a, a bidgeon carrier <laughs> yeah, who doesn't like cats. cats. Yep. Yeah, which we all, I assume, connected that was Katsuragi pretty quickly. Uh, at the beginning, when she first said it, I didn't. And then the, the next hint that they gave you, I was like, oh, fuck. Duh. Yeah. Monkey. Yeah, no, I completely understood. Okay. Just need I mean, to make it clear that information for that? Or? I did, because I asked a question. I expect an answer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, teacher. Sorry. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I mean... The fuck am I asking questions for if you're not going to give me answers? I don't know. I ask questions all the fucking time and you don't answer me, you fucking Yeah, but your asshole. questions suck. What? <laughs> your question was fantastic? My bad, dude. Yeah, so I must go back enough. to class for fucking uh, question asking. You should, dude, because oh, clearly you failed. Out. Both no. of you need to work on your MBAs, all right, in question asking. <laughs> Bro, I'm busy on my NBA in question asking. Uh... Satoru is not buying Hayashi's actions or in Tsukasa's whole story. He's like, he would never do the babies and st- and all that stuff. Um, and props to Satoru here, actually. Big fan of this. He is like, something is very wrong with this whole situation yeah. that's happening. I actually like Satoru because he actually thinks. Like, he is not like... It's not like portion. me. Yeah. 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 He he actually thinks about like all the stuff that's happening. <laughs> but Sakasa is one step ahead. Oh, yes, he is. Um Satoru reasons out that only Katsuragi heard from Hayashi directly. So he needs proof that this is all like all the stuff about Hayashi is true because Katsuragi's a shitbag and probably lying. So they go into a memory that was altered by Sukasa. That is Satoru, or not Satoru, Hayashi basically uh, taking the role of Tsukasa and presenting the whole baby idea. And that convinces Satoru, which mm, I'm a little less cool with him just being like, okay, you got me. <laughs> I'm in. Uh, Hiroki, meanwhile, is at some girl's apartment and some dude comes in. It's like, <laughs> who the fuck is that guy? He's like, I'm just a mirror. It's fine. <laughs> and he's like, oh, you're just a mirror. It's fine. <laughs> the fact that this scene took like fucking five minutes is like the most annoying thing Honestly, ever. Honestly, <laughs> Sal, you're kind of right. <laughs> it really did take like a like half as long as it should have been. And not the self-introspection that he was doing, but just the whole like, I'm a mirror. He's a mirror. I'm a mirror. I'm a, why are you repeating what she's saying? I, and now I'm a mirror. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And yeah, he he goes into some whole shit of like, what am I gonna do? Uh, then we come back to everyone else making their plan of how they're gonna handle Sa- uh, Hiroki. Satoru, uh, as informed by Sukasa, realizes that his door has grown, and Sukasa points out that it, the door is tied to his emotions. That's why he can't get into valleys because he's a little chicken shit who doesn't like going into valleys. Uh, but his door is highly adaptable which is good for their purposes, um, and tells him, hey, why don't you go hang out with Mei Ling while uh, we handle up here, out here. We got some talking to do. Did you guys remember that this was his plan? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I had forgotten since the last week. Because <laughs> in my head, I was like, why the fuck? 
I was like, oh yeah, the back door. <laughs> so he goes off to the other room and tells and like goes and hangs out with Mei Ling. And Long's like, hey, uh, but what if Mei Ling like talks to him? We don't know what Hayashi told her. He's like, oh yeah, I'll go tell him to get out. Sukasa pops in. Or no, no, no. First, Satoru gets the message about the carrier pigeon and finally realizes what she's saying. Sukasa comes in, notes that Satoru has two rainbows in his. And Satoru panics and leaves and dashes out his door, which is actually, I think, kind of an understated moment that's really cool because imagine being one of these dudes and you're hanging out in your peak and someone just pops in. Like, that's probably terrifying. Well, yeah. Yeah. But also, you have to remember the peak is everything to them. So they can't like, let anybody like into their peak. That's what I mean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, um, this is, uh, they're, the, were they inside? Yeah, they're inside his peak, right? Yeah, he brought mailing into his peak. Yep. So, is this the same as Hiroki's power? What do you mean? As being able to drop out of peaks? I, I think you can always leave your own peak. You can leave your own peak, but other, leaving other, or making everyone leave someone else's peak is Hiroki's thing, right? Yeah. Something as like far that. as we okay. know, I believe. Gotcha. Uh, Sukasa obviously did this to set up his backdoor monologues again that he's planning to crush Satoru, so the CEO needs him because Hiroki ain't gonna do shit without him. Hayashi's nope. crushed, and if Satoru's crushed, that leaves him as the only usable pet to continue to create babies. And he, in his mind, that's the only way to save Hiroki as well because if the CEO needs him, can't kill He'll Hiroki because then, yep. yeah. I think that's where I kind of, I think I mixed earlier when I mentioned, like, is this the part where he's the perfect pet? I think I mixed this scene with the CEO scene earlier. Yeah. And in a really kind of fucked up moment uh, (laughs) where Sukasa has totally lost it. And also, if you were still on the fence that he's like, the, the, whether it's because it's always how it works with uh, master and pet, or if it's because Hiroki gave him or uncrushed him. He has this quick vision of like, and if I can't fix him, I'll just crush him. That's fine. And I'll take care of him forever. Hiroki? Yeah. Yeah, that wolf, boys. Wolf. I think that's right here. Uh, I mean, yeah, but he uh, if it's not, it comes soon. Yeah. Back at the apartment, um, the guy and girl that Hiroki is hanging out with, I guess are arguing and like kind of compromising and trying to work through some relationship shit. And Tsukasa's like, or not Tsukasa, Hiroki's like, Tsukasa would never compromise for me. Wait a minute. <laughs> what is this? He's not interested in meeting me halfway. Mm-hmm. Then the rabbit <laughs> chews on his shirt and he looks back at the rabbit and gets a flash of Hiroki, or not Hiroki, Tsukasa looking at him through the window as like, but he's trapped. I wish there was something I could have done or still can do to save him. Yeah, he has that moment where he's like, I left him when he needed me the most. Yeah. And I was like, see, that's that shit where I was like, these characters are fucking like, I want to I want to be with you, Hiroki, but when you have stupid fucking feelings like that, <laughs> but also it's not completely your fault because you're literally fucking soul bound to this motherfucker. What do yeah. I do as a viewer? Like, fuck. <laughs> Yeah, I feel exactly the same. That's kind of why I was so intrigued with like most of the or most of the characters that are, you know, in a relationship like that. I was like, fuck, these are interesting. Mm. He makes contact with Mei Ling, and is yanked in by Satoru. 
He tries to escape with his fish, but Satura wraps his door around him, trapping him. And episode 11 ends. Anything else on 11? Yeah, he called his new door a different model, which I didn't appreciate. Oh, did he really? <laughs> I think so. He's like, do you like my new model? And I was like, uh, I don't know. I don't think doors are models. <laughs> What's a new model of yeah. door? Yeah, model of a door. It's a new model of his image. I don't Yeah. I, I don't know, man. Let's go to episode 12, Carrier Bidgeon. <laughs> we go, we pick up right where we left off. Uh, no one's going to call me on that? I can't remember if we did or not. What? Did we pick up right where we Because they do that a lot in the same we, No, we do pick up right where we left off, but I said he, Carrier Bidgeon. I said Carrier Bidgeon. He was trying to make a joke. It was a really funny joke. Everybody laughed at once. Is that what you want to hear? No, the joke The joke is if you guys react. We pick up right where oh, we left off. Oh, oh my pigeon, God, Anthony, you fucker. Pigeon, you mean pigeon. <laughs> funny, funny. You got to learn how to play in the space, monkey. Uh-huh, yeah. It's not like I caught it and I just didn't think it was funny. <laughs> it was your job to make it funny. It's called a setup. <laughs> we get into Hiroki. We escape. Um, to his hiding place memory, and they learn where he is. Hiroki basically gives up as he's cornered by Satoru and uh, Sukasa. Sukasa starts to envelop envelop him in the water and tells him not to worry. They're gonna crush Satoru instead. This is just his plan. Uh, Hiroki, still not cool with that, breaks free and starts to try and escape. <laughs> but lets his image get cut in half by the Satoru's door, which fucks all of them. Yeah. Yeah, they did get destroyed, didn't they, for a second? Well, well, Satoru says it's like uh, cutting off your arm to wake up from a dream. Yeah. I missed that part. I must have been writing the notes down. Yeah, That's I, I, li- crazy. I like what he said about that. He's like, yeah, it's like cutting off your arm just to wake up from a dream. And I just like that. Uh, Haryoko. Nope. Hiroki. Hiroki. Basically, he's like, yeah, I need to get out of this. And then he's just... He just takes it. He just takes the he takes the punch basically, and I I love that. That's fucking yeah. crazy, bro. But of course, it does not work. <laughs> he is not able to move. Company rolls in, kills the people he was hiding with, sedates them. Yeah, they straight up just murder them. He, bop, bop. I'm like, wow. Okay. Yeah, fucking. I ain't ordering Amazon for at least a week. <laughs> I mean, they probably could have crushed it, but those two are probably still fucked up in the back of the car. <laughs> Tsukasa convinces them to put off finishing Hiroki till tomorrow because he's tired. They got fucked, yeah. Um, Hayashi was moved away to the hospital and Katsuragi's like, ah, we moved him because having him around was gross and weird, uh, which causes Satoru to get pissed and storm out on dinner. Uh, Jin follows him and talks about his door and the anime it came from with a cat robot. Like, of course, Katsuragi is never going to like you because your whole thing is with the cat anime and he does it like cats. Thanks for the weirdly connected exposition that seems to imply you know something more but end up doing nothing with again, Jin. Well done. <laughs> also, the fact that Hayashi did not tell um, Sotro that the guy hates cats, what was your plan? Like, when was that, when was that ever going to come up? Oh, he left it with, uh, it was a contingency plan, right? That's yeah. why he left it with um, Mei Ling. Yeah, no, I know that, but he doesn't know that the fucking guy hates cats. They've yeah. been walking together for so long, and he does not know the guy hates cats. You don't bring that shit up. 
I want, yeah, I, I guess it would have been smart if they at least had given us a timeline on when Hayashi set all this stuff up. Because Satoru hasn't seen him in a couple of years, at least. I would say, yeah, probably six months to a year ago. Yeah, no, I'm just saying, though, it's just weird. The fact that, like, your whole plan is for you to understand this statement, which is a good statement, like, the pigeon hates cats. Like, you understand how, well, you understand what that means, except you don't know the guy who hates cats. Yeah. His plan is relying on the guy okay, to know the on. guy there hates was, cats. There was a scene in the first batch of episodes we watched. Was Sat- I don't think Sat- was Satoru there, though? I don't know. No, he was not because he never saw Ayashi. Oh yeah, that's with Hayashi. That's not with Satoru. Yes. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, maybe it's just maybe maybe it's just supposed to be common knowledge that Katsuragi hates cats because Jin yeah. just like <laughs> drops it like, oh yeah, he hates cats, don't you know? Yeah, it's just so random. <laughs> yeah. So we get the cat shit. Uh, Katsuragi and Satoru separate from Jin. Katsuragi's like, ah, we're cool. We'll hang out. Uh, and. Satoru drops the Mr. Matasa line to activate Katsuragi, basically. Katsuragi gives him the flash drive, and we get to finally see what's on it. It's a big old fucking document, dude. That scroll bar was small. brother. I, dude, he, he, there's a scene they cut where he goes and plugs it into a laptop, and it's like, I can't open this file type. What are you doing? <laughs> he has to go find another. He has to, like, it's him downloading, like, weird programs. <laughs> Word Microsoft Word 2003 instead of the new ones. Yeah, he's pirating an old <laughs> cop, uh, version of Word. It's gonna be it's a dot doc, not a dot doc X, brother. Yeah, fine. Uh, we get the note from Hayashi where he's like, Escape from the company, company sucks. Uh, then he tells him about Mei Ling and Tsukasa, the whole deal with them, which we already know. This is just a whole big exposition dump of everything that we know is being put on Satoru. We do get some flashbacks of Hayashi and uh, Tsukasa. The, there's mention of Hiroki um, and Satoru. is kind of like, mm, he, he's starting to have his doubts about some stuff or have his doubts about the plan that he is now a part of. And then he is warned about Tsukasa and that dude's a sneaky little fuck. Uh, we get he a could li- be a sneaky little fuck. He could be a sneaky little fuck. Uh, we get a flashback of Mei Ling basically seeing all the stuff go real bad, see her creation. So this is the one where I was like, okay, did you guys catch on what started all this shit? I, I don't know. It's just like some guy, like they were testing her on someone from the company and the guy's like, I did I I started the fire because I didn't know they were alive. Like, what are you talking about, bro? <laughs> yeah, then, like, yeah then, like the bodies are just burning and like everything's just like their butterflies are burnt. Like, what the fuck did this dude do? Yeah, I don't know. Going down the house. This was the one thing I was like, why is this here? Like, you guys didn't explain that other people can start fucking with I guess just because she doesn't have a lock, but like, I don't know. This was the one that I was upset about. I was like, why is this here? I didn't really get it. I would have rather them leave me with the question and that I asked you guys in the series. Like, hey, what do you guys think like Mei Ling's thing was? Because all that shit was burning. Where do you guys think that came from? Instead of them just like one idiot walked in there and started fucking burning shit <laughs> yeah oh sorry yeah no I, I i totally agree oh i got a question do we know what the keyword is supposed to be about like what's mr matasha is that like a thing that's uh know. answered in season three. <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> but no not off the top of my head he explains that he hated some of katsuragi's memories but doesn't explain what those are yet and 
that he should just escape, follow the map, and it'll lead him to Hayashi. Which, oh, that's cute, Hayashi. You thought you were going to make it out. Ha. <laughs> uh, Sukasa goes to meet with Hiroki, who is locked in this room. And Hiroki's like, I promise we'll be together forever. Uh, which, come on, man. Get over this guy already. Satoru and Katsuragi enter the bar. Or uh, basically enter the, the room that Sukasa is visiting Hiroki. And Sukasa comes out and learns that Hayashi was moved and gets pissed. Satoru asks about Hayashi. He follows Sukasa into the room where Hayashi was so they can be alone and asks him about crushing Hayashi and about mailing and basically puts it all on him and be like, what's the deal, bro? Um, and then reveals that he suspects Long is behind it all because he's dumb as shit. And Sukasa's like, great. This clown <laughs> is playing so well into my hand. I really enjoyed the uh, this the, the, this whole, like... Both of them were like going into their in, each other's introspective thoughts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really liked that kind of style. That was pretty fucking cool to watch. Yeah, I, I I will say that I love the way this show does someone having their own thoughts. In that it's not like the other person is standing there silently looking at them while they have their own thoughts. Like the other person still talks most of the time. Yeah, or yeah they'll was, still be yeah. talking and mm-hmm. thinking at the same time. I think it's so well done. Yeah, were you gonna say something, Muggy? Oh yeah, I was gonna say Soto was just looking for like answer to a question, and if if um, Sakasa answered it white, then he could believe in them. Which, which is funny because Sakasa answered it white, so this is why he believes in uh, why Soto believes in Sakasa. Mm. Um, Satoru tells him about the flash drive and like all the stuff on that, and Sakasa flips the fuck out because he realizes Hayashi cared about him. I always cared about him. Want to escape with him and just like hang out forever. And Sukasa absolutely loses his shit because everything he has done up to this point has been a huge mistake. Yep. Um, Long, Jin, and Mei Ling come out of this room or come out of the other room because <laughs> I don't know, man. The layout is this is a little weird, I guess. <laughs> is that where um, you had the idea that they were all family? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. obviously those two are fucking cousins, but. <laughs> <laughs> Satoru <laughs> plans to run and Sukasa basically rats him out. Long pulls a gun, there's a shot, and there's blood. Did you guys consider at all who you thought was actually shot here? I thought it was Satoru. I thought Sukasa died. Really? I, I thought Sukasa as well. Yeah, oh. I thought he was gonna die because I thought Long was being like, yeah, I don't need this guy anymore, fuck him. Oh, I thought it was gonna be a thing of like Sukasa was like so fucked that he's like he he was like, I thought he was goading Long into shooting at Satoru so he could eat the bullet and die. Oh, okay. uh, I didn't think that at all. Anything else? Episode 12. Mm-mm. All right. Let's go into 13 then. Our series finale of Pet titled Rainbow. <laughs> hey, it was Satoru. He was shot in the leg. <laughs> Katsuragi comes in like what the fuck uh, and Tsukasa manages to dip out and go to Hiroki um, they Katsuragi finds the flash drive on Tsukasa or on Satoru who once again drops the Mr. Matasa stuff being like yo man these people want the flash drive you gotta protect it so 
Pop, pop. Katsuragi, yep, he blasts the guards, blasts long. Wait, 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 sorry, sorry, sorry. <clears throat> so anyways, I started blasting. <laughs> yeah, basically. Damn, it's been a while since we used that. Uh, which, uh, fuck off, Long. <laughs> <laughs> Is that it? Is that it? Just fuck off, Long? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's all he deserves. <laughs> unceremonious death for an unceremonious character. Uh, Jin shoots Katsuragi and the flash drive and one of his fingers off. That was kind of dope. Yeah. And then she takes another shot. Whole sequence where we learn Katsuragi is Jin's father. Mei Ling or Satoru calls out Mei Ling's butterfly to bring them into his memories. We see basically informs Jin that like his memories are in a box. Go open the box. She opens that and we see the story that she told about Hayashi play out with Katsuragi um, and her mother. Um, Do we know who told her that story? No, we do not. I thought it was Ayashi. Yeah, it was probably Hayashi, actually. Gotcha. Yeah. Or or just like the company in general. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We get a quick intercut of Satoru manages to dip out of there and go to um, Hiroki and Tsukasa. Tsukasa not looking so hot. And then we come back into Katsuragi's <laughs> You could have said memory. that, I think, around episode eight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's looking real bad now. <laughs> um, we see basically a montage of young, happy Katsuragi hanging out with uh, Lin Lin, Jin's mother, who is like the first crusher uh, and has quite an affinity for him, fucking hates everyone else, uh, learns to say things like welcome home and eventually welcome home Tadashi, which... Leads me to believe, I'm going to give the show a little bit of credit, when okay. we saw the scene earlier of Katsuragi losing his shit at Welcome Home Tadashi, I'm going to say that was maybe fabricated to lock this stuff, to help lock this stuff away, and that trauma didn't actually happen to him. Okay. What was that trauma? What was uh, that it, trauma it was more like you? evil woman being abusive shit. Was it? Okay. Yeah. Oh, and then I think there was like the man with the cats. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I think there was a guy with cats who did bad stuff. And that's why he hates cats. We get a shot of him taking the locket photo. Uh, and then it all ends or culminates in a scene of her coming into his room. He yells at her to leave because they, his quote, they can't play together anymore. Uh, but she refuses eventually saying that uh, she loves him. And then presumably the two hook up, which... I don't feel great about this, honestly. Man, I have so many mixed feelings because I don't either, but I think this is so... I've really enjoyed a lot of this, but this part, man, I don't know, but like, uh Yeah, so if on the off chance you are listening to this and have not watched Pet, basically Lin Lin, the mother, is portrayed as someone who is mentally disabled, pretty severely so it's kind of not great that this guy's like getting with her yeah she's not necessarily crushed like everyone else is like she has some function but still not enough for this kind of stuff to be no 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 see see, i think she's just mentally ill i don't think she's a crust whatsoever no yeah because obviously she's talking and stuff no she's just mentally ill that's all she's also a crusher right yeah, but that's yeah. that doesn't that doesn't change anything. It's just he's mentally ill. And 
I don't know what to go with this because they don't really like discuss how mentally ill she is. But I mean, she does have feelings for the guy, and she knows what she's doing technically. Yeah, is this is a she very weird a, situation? Yeah, I I don't know what like because we don't know how mentally ill she is. This is upon him. And I don't think I, with the framing of this show, buy that she's just like regular world, straight up mentally ill. I think she's supposed to be a variation on the way we see like Satoru and Sukasa and Hiroki before they were given their peaks. That's kind of the vibe I got, which is why I kind of lean more to like, I really enjoyed this kind of storytelling. But like I said, this part's still weird. Yeah, I, I would I feel way happened. better about it if they had like done. If they had gone with that and done some stuff to like make her not feel like a goddamn child. Yeah. Yeah, that's the problem with that one. Like <sighs> But you you had to admit, um, what's his name? The glasses guy, because I don't remember his name. Katsuragi. Katsuragi. But yeah, Katsu Katsuragi is the only one that's treating her like politely. Like he's the one that's like making her feel not feel not mentally ill. And yeah. she's the one that responds to that. They specifically mentioned like he was the only one that treat, treated her like an adult, basically. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, I still don't. Yeah, it, it's a very yeah. messy, messy yeah. thing. Uh, outside of that stuff, which again, I think they could have done way, way better. This this part resonated with me very well. I first emotional impact for me of the entire series. Love this shit. <laughs> I did too. Um, Katsuragi, best character in the show. <laughs> They okay. made a, he went from like this guy that were like this guy's a total fucking shit bag fuck him uh and then slowly like faded into the background as it's like oh this guy's a goddamn lackey he's nothing he's he's a handler who doesn't even hold the leash like he's a nobody and then to have this whole flip of like oh he's a miserable fuck because literally all his happiness was buried to <laughs> protect him and his family mm-hmm. and he seemed for the most part aside from one thing he seemed like a pretty decent dude yeah which ties back into my fucking theory about like these characters are so intriguing i was saying he joins the mafia guys i don't think he's that good of a person just gonna throw it out there good person i mean he's yeah 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 he uh, joins the mafia so it's all relative but yeah, this this scene in a show that I was literally finding no emotional reson- resonance with uh, hit me. So good job, Pat. Also, I feel like I would be remiss if I didn't mention the fact that like when they ostensibly begin their... <laughs> the longer I start this out, the more weird I want to say it. And it feels so weird to say it in all the, after the conversation we had about her. Um, <laughs> as the sex begins... We get a quick shot of what looks like the mountain peak from all their uh, peaks, right? Uh, or, or like I that landscape. Remember. And Hayashi has always said that he borrowed his peak from someone else. Am I mistaken? Or No, yeah, no. I, I remember that part. So, in th- so it, le- it leads us to believe that the origin of this peak is one of those two. Katsuragi or her? Yes. Hmm. If I'm reading all that stuff correctly, which if I am, I think it's very cool. If I'm not, eh, fuck I me, mean, I guess. I would say it would be Katsuyagi because um, if it was that his peak because of um, Hayashi does tell him that like, hey, you got to be careful be you becoming whole peak. Mm-hmm. 
Or no, she's becoming his peak. Oh, is it that way? I thought yeah. it was the other way around. No, I think it was she's becoming his peak. Why Why is Ayashi going to his whole peak? Or like, going into his peak? Well, it's not like literally like his physical peak. He's just all of the memories. Because they're normal people have different kind of peaks, right? It's more usually the normal people like us would have like pe- their memories of a person are included in the peak. And so that's why it's an issue that she is becoming most of his peak, like most of his peak memories. Cause your peak can change for normal people. We don't have to borrow peaks. Like our memories, you know, are changing. Like if you remember at the very beginning, when we first learned about changing peaks and shit and crushing people, like that guy's the, the, the bar owner's peak was meeting his wait, wait, friend. Could- no, wait, Katsuyagi is a normal person. Like, he's just a crusher. He doesn't have a, like... Yeah, a, that's a the point. Katsuragi's peak is... uh, cha- His can change. Yeah, he doesn't yeah, have to take his peak yeah, from someone exactly. else. Exactly, yeah, yeah. He's not so all of his peak memories were becoming of her. Yeah. Okay, okay. But yeah, I, I just wanted to bring that up, and if I was seeing that correctly. Back outside the memories, Katsuragi dies, and Jin loses her shit. We come back and Tsukasa is fucked up and the other two are gone. And then we uh, hard cut to Hiroki and Tsukasa. They are outside of Japan. They're hanging out, uh, having a good time. We get we see uh, the leg. We see the tennis shoes, mm-hmm. the purple tennis shoes. And we're like, oh, it's not this guy. Okay. Yeah. Pretty quickly realize that it's not uh, Tsukasa. It's Satoru. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get a quick flashback of their escape. And of course, Tsukasa is Satoru. We get a flash of Tsukasa saying, I want to sleep, Hiroki. Hiroki wakes up startled in a tent. Uh, he goes outside and hangs with who he thinks is Tsukasa until he sees the piercing. And Satoru is like, ah, damn, okay. Uh, <laughs> and re- <laughs> reveals the memory he hid inside of uh, Hiroki. And we get to see, um, and we see what happened between Hiroki and Tsukasa, where their plan was for Hiroki to basically take over as the peak giver. They were going to switch roles. But in trying to do so, Tsukasa's memories and valleys and stuff just keep transforming and warping. And Tsukasa keeps having to protect Hiroki from the bad shit that's going on and ends up erasing a ton of his memories. Well, basically erasing all his memories. There's no way. He gets full locoed, crushed. Nope. Um, (laughs) Nope. Which they they kind of imply here that... Tsukasa knew this was going to happen. Yeah, Tsukasa. Yeah, I think Tsukasa knew this was going to Honestly, gonna if happen. anyone's going to know, it's going to be him based on like the amount of fucking uh, exposition he's given us. I mean, it's it's weird, though, because Tsukasa is the one. He's like the mastermind behind the whole like uh, company with the crushers. Because, because he's the one that creates babies or accidentally creates babies. Yeah. He can crush people. He can diet crush people where he makes people... Nope. Um, nope. You're using that wrong again? No, he can diet crush people to make people fall under their, fall under the company's... Um, to make them like work for the company. And then he full local crushes. Nope. Where he's just... Nope. He's like, yeah, the, the way to destroy a crusher is destroying the peak. And then he full local crushes them. <laughs> carry, carry on Chris yeah sorry my brain was leaking out of my ears yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh did I crush you did I fall local fall local um yeah and this is probably something to be said here about 
people can't, you gotta, you gotta take all of it. You, if you erase the bad stuff, inevitably the good stuff has got to get erased too. To be a person, you have to exist with both. But yeah, all that shit gets erased. Sukasa is like hardcore crushed. Sartoru has this resolve. Okay. I do want to talk about this one thing though. I swear to fucking God, if you use one of your crush terms, Hold on, let me get my Discord <laughs> ready. Right click. All right. Choose your next words carefully. I've got a kick ready to go. Uh, no, it's no. Um, of course, the fucking dog dies, right, Orange? Oh, yeah. God damn it. Of course. Yeah. The fucking dog dies. Fucking Sukasa is like trying to treat. I think he's trying to treat the dog nicely and fucking. Of course, they find out and they kill the dog just because you don't treat a dog nicely. At least it was off screen. Uh, it was so, it was so bad. So bad. Yeah. Satoru has this resolve that if they can be free, if they can escape, if they can do what Hayashi wanted them to do, then none of this was in vain. They have to learn how to live without their, their masters, I guess, so that what they did has a purpose. Um, and then... A wind rolls in and will reveal to be in the physical place that is Hayashi's peak as fucking image kicks in. Boys, this was the fucking scene. Yeah, this this was yes, this ruled, man. I was oh, like, mm, yes. I was so happy with this ending. I was like, ah, this this is good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they they're like just marveling at the the true place where Hayashi's peak came from. Uh, as the wind rolls around, we see the mountain, we see the butterflies. I don't know if we see a rainbow. Uh, we I see don't the know water. if there was. I think there was. Yeah, I think there was. If there was, there was only one. I was remember because I was looking for the double. Yeah, I was looking for a double rainbow too. Yeah. And somehow they make the logical connection that like, if we can bring Hayashi and Tsukasa here, maybe they can get fixed. Maybe that'll snap them back into it. And we can and take they, it back. Yeah, they were, they'll take it all back. Uh, then we get a quick shot of Jin is totally fucking cracked at this point. Oh, um, so we did, you did forget to talk about the fact that Jin almost did try to kill herself with a gun. Oh yes, that is true. Oh, yeah. I must have missed that actually. Yeah, yeah, she she had a gun like in her mouth when the guards burst and were like, "No, don't do that." <laughs> yeah. Oh fuck! I, I didn't. Oh man, that's crazy. Um, and she's just like thinking about. She's going to rebuild Sukasa to replace Long is basically what she's thinking about. And she's going to avenge everyone. And that's where the series ends. So. So wait, Sukasa, is he the one with the puppies? Is that what happens? Yeah, Sukasa is just like hanging out over in the field, like fucking around. Okay. Um, and Jin is looking at him, basically being like, that's Long now. I'm going to make him Long. And we're going to. Oh, okay take over everything so so they fix sukasa no but oh. he's like he's 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 crushed but he seems like like he can still do stuff like well he's he's not exactly crushed just like his mind is is so fucked yeah uh, i mean he might he might be pet now i mean he might be a baby now yeah, I think he's like somewhere between like Lin Lin and Baby, probably. Interesting. So, did they ever explain that? Like how he got no. there instead of regular crush? No, but I, it probably has something to do with like his memories getting erased rather than like 
how the crushing worked, and now his mind is just like, oh yeah, this I guess mess he wasn't... full of holes and contradictions. Yeah, I mean, he, he might he might be the thing that they was looking for the company. I think that's the implication that they can now build him into the quote unquote perfect pet. Okay, yeah, because yeah. he got rid of all memories. That's right, he didn't officially crush him. He just got rid of all his memories except his peak. Or he, I don't think we know everything that's gone, but yeah, pretty much it sounds like. Or at least that's what we saw. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, that makes more sense of why he was actually because when I saw that, I was like, I don't, I don't, I feel like he should be just drooling next to them. Like there should be three of them up there. But now, I, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So, I'm. I just want to go ahead and get out here. I think taking pet again in a vacuum. Um, part of my problem with it is, boy, this feels like a prologue series, and that's potentially what it is. When that was incepted, we don't know. We already talked about that. Uh, Mei Ling, total waste. Jin and Long, total waste. Uh, CEO, completely pointless. Everything else is fine. <laughs> I mean, do, do you guys have any thoughts on like Pet as a vacuum before we get into some stuff on the potential sequel series? So I'm just going to say, as of my ranking of this series... I'm not talking about rankings yet, but I'm talking about your ranking. I think <laughs> Pet is a very interesting anime because it doesn't solve anything. It's just basically like the daily lives of these crushers and what they'll like and they're trying to get out. And they did do the thing. They got out. The problem is, is we don't see what happens with the company or like nothing gets resolved except the two except people got out. And that's like, and to me, that's what the whole anime is basically trying to tell you. It's like, oh yeah, we two people got out. Except they didn't because they're com- they explicitly say they're coming back. Yeah, but they got out. Uh, yeah, I guess they got out to take revenge to the company. You know what I mean? Yeah, they sure. left for another day. Yeah, and I think that's to me. I think that for the anime, it's a good thing and a bad thing because I was hoping it was one wrapped up story. I was hoping we could get the company down, but we don't get that. So. So to me, um, I enjoyed, like I said, that whole character thing that I've been talking about, like hyping about this whole time. I really enjoyed like watching that and like trying to feel with these characters. But then there's just that one fucking thing. But uh, and then I don't see how you could. I mean, I know that they just they may never, ever have another series. Right. This could be the only thing we get. But even though that's because it's like, for whatever reason, that's the only thing we get. I don't think you can look at this in a vacuum. What? I, I don't I don't see how you're looking at it in a vacuum. <laughs> like, there's so only... many open-ended oh. questions and stuff. Well, yeah, but, I mean, if there's never any hope of those questions getting answered, we kind of have to look at it as that, right? I mean, uh, th- I mean, but it's not like, it's not the universe's fault that the creators of the universe are like, can't finish it, right? No, it, it it's not, but... Yeah, so like I kind of look at it through that way. Like it's not the story or the character's fault that it's not getting finished. So like, how can we judge that on that? Well, if you that you have to judge it on what you have, not what there potentially could be. Yep, I get thorns on that. I I I guess yeah. I don't know. I don't. <laughs> if you're telling me there, but see, okay, so let's jump into that. That's where I'm actually now giving this series a lot more leeway. Mm-hmm. Um. So from what I could find, there is a sequel series that has started as a manga called Fish um, that started supposedly in February of this year, 2021. Beyond that, I could find literally nothing. Not a synopsis of the first chapter, not a way to read it, nothing. So I don't know what is being done with it or how much there is. Um, 
<laughs> whether it's continuing, if there's any plans to turn it into an anime, how long it's going to be, literally nothing other than it supposedly exists and is about these characters, or at least uh, Satoru and Hiroki and ostensibly the others. And again, that's where I start to now give this a little more leeway because if we assume that there's going to be another series, a sequel series, mm -hmm. I think the stuff with Jin works because now she's... We got this thing where she was kind of like she she was kind of okay, but now she's like everything that happened has fucked her up beyond repair, and she's probably gonna go full deranged like crazy mode as she turns Sukasa into her weird long pet and is just out to fucking kill everybody. Um, I think the mailing stuff would probably get explored a lot more, make that more interesting. The CEO, I honestly think, would probably get fucking knocked off. Mm -hmm. but, and we get then we get to explore Hiroki and Satoru through a lens that isn't fully just like, oh, but my masters, which would do worlds for their characters, probably. Because this series feels like almost all set up with very little resolution. Yeah. So I just, I do want to mention that just based on my like two minute Wikipedia searches, it says that the sequel to Pet, the uh, fish manga, was specifically released. Uh, after the anime was completed. Like, day of, they scheduled the release for the winter of 2020, which it came out in 2021. <laughs> okay, so so the, the the sequel manga came out 11 years after the original manga remaster came out. Yes, but it came out right after the anime to try to get more hype, I'm assuming, for people to read the manga, Fish. Mm -hmm. Which is why I'm assuming all this was created. Mm, yeah, probably. Which almost leads us to maybe assume that the sequel wasn't a plan from the get-go, huh? And this is just what we were supposed to get. Yeah, well, because you, you you also mentioned that the remaster was different ending, too. Uh, no, it was slightly expanded on, from my understanding. It was basically like the stuff with Tsukasa uh, potentially knowing that he was going to get destroyed was... Um, more oh, so explicit just small and details like, then. Yeah, it was small details, but the, okay. end, the broad strokes were the same. Interesting. From my understanding. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that, that's why I'm kind of a, a, of two minds. I think Pet as one thing is disappointing on a lot of levels. As a season one, I would watch season two. I would too. Yeah, but w whether we're ever going to get that, who knows? I'm going to say I don't know if I watched season two or not. Yeah. Uh, any other thoughts on stuff that happens in the episodes characters questions anything like that before we move into our like meta conversation i just really love that last like couple scene or at least that last big scene the yes. the ones that were playing during images i kind of wanted to listen to images but also wanted to see what they were doing so i was mm -hmm. kind of torn but i was like fuck <laughs> but yeah that last fucking scene wolf yeah I, I, yeah, I was very, I was like, yeah, fucking yeah, let's go. Let's go take it all back. Hell yeah. <laughs> I don't give a shit about Tsukasa, but I'm along with you guys for the ride now. <laughs> all right. So, uh, favorite characters? I mean, realistically, my favorite characters, it's, it's probably Hiroki, but because of his last scene, it's Katsuragi. <laughs> so, do you have any? I'm going to say no. I actually don't. I think I don't have a favorite character, All but right. I was rooting for uh, Satoru. Oh, Satoru, yeah. Yeah, Satoru. I was rooting for him, but I don't have a favorite character. Who was your best girl? <laughs> <laughs> now, I am going to say Sukasa 
Fuck, I fucking love the way he's dressed. God <laughs> damn, I love that. That girl who wanted to buy the arowana. Oh, yeah. Fuck, I forgot about her. It was really funny because there's only one main character that was a girl. Joke's on you, idiot. <laughs> Got me there, guy. I think I'm going to go with Hayashi for that favorite character. I think he was like, well, sorry, let me, I think he was like, of the characters I could pick from that I I wanted to succeed, I wanted to be him. Obviously, his stuff was pretty basic, like, I'm just trying to get out, you know, storyline. Mm-hmm. Like, it, nothing really interesting super happened, but I think I liked him, like, I liked his character the most, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think more interesting, like, fun was Hiroki. Like, watching him go through his shit was like more entertaining, but yeah. Yeah. I think the most entertainment for me was Sakasha. Just watching him going over the deep end is true. Yeah, beautiful. he was a close, yeah. Yeah. Uh okay. So where do we rank them for us, huh? How many do you want me to go first or what? Sure, you can go first. Go ahead. Okay. So my ranking is right now Ugh. one, Cowboy Bebop. Two, Mob Psycho. Dude, you gotta Three. just place it. That this takes so time. much time. Four, you are nice. Five, Stein's Gate. Six, Perfect Blue. Seven, Fully Cooley. Then it goes ten, Evangelion. Eleven, Hayoka. Wait, I missed it. Where did you put Pet? I think I'm putting Pet. It's really hard. I think I'm putting. Why did you pet. volunteer to go first? <laughs> I was just asking, and you said go first. So I'm like, okay, I got to go first. Mm-hmm. I think it has to go behind Evangelion. I think it goes Evangelion, Pet, then Hayoka. Jesus Christ, really? I had more fun with Evangelion. Okay. Uh, pet, pet really took its uh, Pet was took its stride in the va- in the middle, and I'm like, okay, I could I could watch the show. This is pretty good. But the last few episodes were so good, and the ending. Ooh, the ending. It might go before Evangelion. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Pet Evangelion Hayoka. So, despite what all I said about the vacuous statements and stuff, so, or the vacuum, or looking at this in a vacuum, I'm still gonna give it an A minus because there's still so many unanswered questions. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, that's where I'll sit. I really like the opening. I really like the ending. I like the animation, and I'm on board with the story. And I was really intrigued with how they had their like character development. Yeah, yeah. For me, I think it's a solid B. Uh, I would high B or low B, depending on the perspective I'm taking, but still existing in the B tier. I think it could have bumped up to an A if it had any emotional resonance for me. <laughs> Outside of literally the last like 15 minutes of the series. <laughs> I Because I did enjoy a lot of what it was doing, despite how much shit I probably talked about it. <laughs> It was interesting, for sure. And I, I think really well done. Image fucking bangs. Yeah. And that will wrap up Pet for Us. This was a decent pick, Anthony. This was a decent pick. I enjoyed this one. Speaking of decent picks... Sal. Yeah. So we get to pick my anime. Oh, I get to pick... Which I think the audience has been craving for my pick since Owens took over. Just because of how awesome I am. So I'm giving you three choices, Anthony. What are the, uh, what's what's the balance? What's the criteria? What are we doing this time? Oh, you just get to pick. So I'm going to say Mech, Isekai, 
Only voice isekai. Fuck, not, no, not this shit again. Isekais. <laughs> <laughs> I, I realized more and more that I've, um, I mean, is the reverse anime? isekai, is that just season two of Devil's Apart <laughs> It might be. <laughs> We're doing a 12-week episode. Uh, We're not doing 12 <laughs> weeks of whatever the fuck anything is. <laughs> I think I know what two of these are. I think I'm going to pick mech. I want to see if we can find a good mech anime. I know what this is. Oh my gosh, I can't believe you picked this one out. I, I thought mech wasn't going to be the one that's going to be picked. I thought Isekai was. I almost wanted, I wanted to find a mech for my pick. But like when I was looking through, I was like, man, there's none of like, none of them also have like super like story driven plots. It seems like I may be wrong there, but. So we are going with the most anime of the animeist. The one that's almost in everybody's top of the charts. If you're a true anime fan, unlike Orange. We are going, going Logan. First of all, this isn't the top of everyone's. Everyone's like, the first half of the show is real good, and then, meh. Yeah. So yeah. we are going with Going Logan. Going Logan was going to happen eventually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's just like, it's inevitable. Yep, Going Logan's inevitable. <laughs> I just feel, dude, I have this, I've always had this feeling like Going Logan is going to severely disappoint me. Oh, have you never watched it, Chris? I haven't, no. Oh, okay. No. Let me look at something real quick. Oh, it's only... Why did I think it was longer? It's only 20-something episodes. Yeah, it is 27. It looks like there's a 0.5 in here, so we'll have to explore that, see what the fuck that is. So, yeah, as, as normal, um, we'll start with the first four. Um, we'll probably have to do at least one five or something somewhere in here just to keep our normal pace. Yeah, that that is it. Gurren Lagann. Anything else before we close out? Nope. If any going Logan heads, oh, they know what that means. Oh, yeah, that's okay. what the fandom calls themselves, going Logan heads. Uh, <laughs> uh, if you want to get at us in any way, listen after the music as usual, where you'll hear our email and socials and us begging for your approval. So <laughs> go ahead and listen to that. Uh, otherwise, we'll see you next time on my first anime. Hey, thanks as always for listening. We decided to smash through fate and forge our own futures by launching a Patreon. You can check that out over on patreon.com slash myfirstanime, where hopefully by this point we figured out some cool shit to do. Or if you would just like to leave us a review and uh, rating on wherever you get your podcasts, that helps as well. And also, I am winging this. You know, also has wings. Twiddle. So at us at myfirstanime. And... Other shenanigans. Talk about how awesome I am. That's Salvador, also Monkey. Just really just leave comments about me is what I'm asking for. I'm also plugging, I guess, my stream on uh, twitch.tv slash uh, stmonkey with a zero. And if you want to email us, uh, our email address is myfirstanimepodcast at gmail.com. And you can check out pictures of my cat on Instagram and Twitter under the handle of Sir Paper Plate. See you next time on My, my First, first Anime. anime. <laughs> Did it in one. Did Perfect. It in one.